submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Yes, you are. I'm so glad you stayed with us today because I have Noemi Hayslet with us in the studio, and she has been on a big project in Bahrain. So welcome today. We're so glad to have you. Thanks. It's good to be here. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) And we want to hear about your story. You know, it's amazing to me how God works in just everyday, average, you know, one of a kind, but yet here we are just doing our lives. And he says, oh, I pick you, I pick you, I pick you, I pick you. And when we say yes to him, he gives us big projects. <laughs> and I mean, Bahrain, wow. Yeah. So tell tell us tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll back up and talk about, whoop, and talk about your life. Okay, sure. Yeah, so um, I am living and working over in Bahrain, and I've been there for actually a long time, um, probably... Out of the last 10 years, seven of those years have been over there. And um, it started off as just kind of something that I felt God prompting me to do, go work overseas and live overseas. And then God started opening doors, and I got connected to different people and different organizations. And, um, And so, yeah, I've been working as a teacher in a school there. And first teaching English, and then also later teaching special education. Well, tell us, where is this country? Yeah, Bahrain. (laughs) I know, when I first heard about it, I thought, is it in Africa or Caribbean? (laughs) Um, It's actually in the Middle East, but specifically the Arabian Gulf. So on the left side is Saudi Arabia, and across the water on the right side is Iran. So it's an interesting location. So you're right across the water from Iran. Yeah, Mm. it is. It's a very unique little island country, though. It's a kingdom, Mm -hmm. and... uh, it's unique in a lot of different ways, but it's um, incredibly um, open and liberal right now, and so there's a lot of freedom that we enjoy being there. That's good. Yeah. So what's the topography like in Bahrain? It is desert, and it is so hot. <laughs> it's not Ohio. <laughs> it is not Ohio at all. So when you say hot, how hot is it? So right now, it's pra- like average would be 120 a day. Oh, 120. <laughs> so that's like stick your head in the oven and keep yeah. it there kind of hot. Yep. It's real hot. How do you deal with that? And there's, is there air conditioning? Right yeah. Now? No, yeah. it's you very do? modernized. And oh. so you don't actually, you do notice it's hot, but it's bearable. Mm-hmm. There's AC everywhere. Wow. Well, we want to hear more about Bahrain. But before we do, tell us. Your past. Tell us where you grew up. Tell us about your life. How you? How did you meet the Lord? Yeah. So I grew up um, right here in Central Ohio, and um, had the privilege to grow up in a Christian family. And so from the time I was young, I heard about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And um, from the time I was really little, actually, I knew enough about Jesus to know that I wanted Him to be a part of my life. And so, um, obviously, as you grow up you learn more what that means. And so there were different moments in my life where that became more real. And as a teenager, there were some times when I, well, actually there was a phase where I definitely didn't know what to think about Christianity or Jesus or God and how, how is this all supposed to work? And um, so those were, those were difficult years because it's a huge clash when you've been growing up listening and hearing one thing, and then you start to think about, wait a second, is this true? Is this right? And is this for me too? And um, 
Yeah, I would say during that time, probably the biggest thing that actually impacted my life was reading stories of other Christians mm. um, and just hearing their story and their version of who was God to them. And then, but eventually it came down to a decision that I realized I had to make of like, okay, is this true or is it not? And I think um, C.S. Lewis said somewhere, like, either Jesus is, like, a liar, he's a lunatic, or he's real, he's the truth. Mm. And so for me, that's what it was, what it came down to, and um, perhaps a little bit out of fear, but perhaps also a little bit, because I was like, no, okay, I had this whole, okay, if it's true, then I would go to heaven. If it's maybe not true, then (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's the alternative? But... uh, and then I, I was like, you know what, I just need to make a decision. So I decided, like, okay, I'm just going to take a leap of faith. And Jesus is true. And after that moment, I had so much incredible peace, I can't describe it. Mm. And since then, I would say there's been so many moments where God has proven his faithfulness and shown his peace and shown me in a very real way his peace in the middle of mm. crazy times. So he confirmed again and again, Absolutely. I, I am the truth, the way, the life. Yeah. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I know your your beautiful parents, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know especially your mother loves to pray. How did yeah. how did prayer play a part in your life? Yeah, would she pray for you guys? <laughs> yeah, no, prayer is a huge part. I think of my life and growing up. Yeah, there was never anything too small or too big to bring to Jesus in prayer, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and I've seen him answer prayer, maybe not the way I wanted all the time, but seen him answer it again and again, and um, prayer is huge, and prayer is even today, that's, I was thinking through, what are those practices that I keep going back to daily, and prayer is like the top of the list, like, I have to, like, and it's just a conversation with God, it's nothing big. Yeah, what's that look like for you on an average day? What, how yeah. Does, how do you, how do you pray every day, or yeah, um, I do it maybe different than some people because I have a hard time just sitting still and focusing <laughs> if I'm going to sit still and praying. Um, so a lot of times I'll be doing things, whether it's working in the garden outside or whether it's doing the dishes or cleaning the house, um, little things. And then those are my moments of prayer. Oh, I love really to do special. that. I'm the same way. Yeah. Sometimes I do sit, but... Yeah. No, and there are those moments where it's important to just sit and Mm -hmm. not just talk to God, but also let him talk to us. Yeah. So you knew so much about the Lord as a child. Is that part of what kind of drew you to children and working with children? Or when did you know you were called to be a teacher? Mm, Everybody's going back to school today. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, I think part of it was um, growing up... uh, I would always, like, I had a knack for um, interacting with kids who were younger than me, actually, and a lot of times teaching them unknowingly, but I remember one time driving in the car with, we were carpooling with a family, and one of the kids, he was, I babysat him, so he was a good bit younger than me, but he had a hard time with his spelling words, and he was nervous because he had a test, and so I remember taking the piece of paper and going through the words with him, but like doing it in a fun, silly way. And my mom was even surprised and was like, what, what are you doing? Like, how did you know how to do that? Or how did you figure that out? And it just kind of came naturally. And so, yeah, I've always enjoyed 
doing things with kids. And they're so fun. There's a lot of energy, but they're so fun. <laughs> they are so much fun. Aww. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you feel like God connected you with your gifts and with your heart, mm. you know, at the same time. Yeah, I think it's a process because actually in college, I didn't end up studying education right away. I did business for a little bit and then I something else. And then I realized, okay, I can't actually finish the degree in the time I'm supposed to with <laughs> education anymore. So I, um, I switched to sociology, but then also did a program for teaching English. Mm-hmm. And so... Through that, through the teaching English program, I realized, okay, this is a gifting that I have is to teach and also specifically language. Um, Mm. And so, yeah, it's a process. And usually when you have that language gift, it ties together with God's plans and oversees and something big. (laughs) Right, which is kind of crazy. Um, I think growing up, I always had a heart for different places or just a curiosity to learn more about different countries and different people, groups. And, like, those were the stories I would choose to read um, were about different places. And then later, um, yeah, I had an opportunity in high school to go on some mission trips, and that was really formative for me to just see what is it like in other places firsthand. Mm -hmm. Um, And then later, yeah, ended up... um, doing a school through YWAM, Youth with a mm-hmm. Mission. And yeah. so they their initial school is called a discipleship training school, mm-hmm. and you do like a Bible school for three months and then um, an outreach somewhere. And that was a huge part of my story and my life and where mm-hmm. I realized, wow, this is going to be a part of my future in some way, shape, or form. I didn't know at that point how. But, yeah, he planted a lot of seeds during those times, during those years, and then... But I, I came back, I went to college, like probably a lot of people, and I actually didn't think, it wasn't on my mind, like, okay, I'm going to go back overseas, I'm going to do something like what mm-hmm. I'm doing right now. It's just those small steps of, I think, obedience mm-hmm. and responding to God's prompting and being willing to sometimes do something different. And hard. And hard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about sacrifice? Tell us what it you know, has it been worth it to make sacrifices for mm. God? It has. What it's are not some easy. of those? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of the things is just being far away from family. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, I don't know how people do that, but it is difficult. Um, and yet God is faithful in those times. Yeah, being away from family in 120 degree. Uh, Yes. (laughs) And we'll have to talk about the food and all the, you know, all the other differences on our next show, because I want you to come back again at the next episode. And so you have been listening to Naomi Hayslet. She has been working on projects in Bahrain. What a delight. And you are part of Simply for Women. This is a show. It's a place for you, a place for you to grow in your faith, in prayer, in God's word. And we just want to encourage you with these testimonies. And so if you want to learn more about the show, I want you to go to jennifer-jackson.org and we will pray for you. You're listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. 
That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.